You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You are rocking with your host, Matt LeBrion, an all-new episode of the Decoding Success Podcast. As always, super excited and very grateful to have you here today listening to this episode in particular. If you're new to the show, I want to welcome you. If you're a returning member of our amazing community of listeners, welcome back. And I will say that, and I kind of say this with every episode, but what you're diving into today here with us, man, I am beyond thrilled because after editing this episode with our team here at Decoding Success, I am just like ecstatic beyond belief to be able to put something out there like this in the world because I know the absolute impact that it could have on someone, even if it's just one person, although I know many of you, if not all of you that are listening to this right now are going to be able to feel impacted with our amazing guest. I do want to put something out there. I just want to throw this out because I think it's really important. We have the ability here with this show to amplify the message, amplify the experiences, insights, wisdom, and perspective of other individuals. Now, with that being said, it doesn't always have to align with you and it doesn't always have to align with me, but the whole purpose is to accept and understand other perspectives. So what you hear today, you might not necessarily vibe with, but maybe in five months from now you will. And the reason I bring that up is because I don't always align with what's being said. And I just like to throw that out there to make sure that we're all clear and on the same page with what goes down in this world. You know, you might not have the same views as someone else and that's totally okay. But with that being said, I also want to urge you with all the value that's in this episode, I want to make sure that you are amplifying this to the people that are around you. Whether it's on your Instagram story, you tag us so we can shout you out, or maybe it's privately in, in your group chat with your friends where you send all your memes and whatever else you got going on in there. Whatever the case is, I know how valuable giving is, and that's one of the things we're talking about here today. So you have the power to give, and not only do you have the power to give, but you have the power to give insights and just so much value that's jam-packed in this 50-minute episode right here. So again, just urging you to throw that out there. Make sure that you're sharing it with your inner circle and beyond. Now, I want to introduce you to today's guest, my friend Anil Gupta, world expert on relationships and happiness. Now, Anil has coached some of the most famous celebrities on the planet, just like Iron Mike Tyson. Yes, the baddest person on the planet has reached out to Anil to have him coach him on happiness and getting that out inside of him because it is inside of him. How powerful is that? But even beyond that, Anil has been a guest speaker with Richard Branson on Necker Island. And if you know Necker Island, you know it is a destination that you, that is the only place you can go with an invite. You need an invite to get there. Now, Anil overcame suicide in 2008, which is another thing we're talking about here today. I don't want you to think that Anil is coming with this happy-go-lucky happiness equation. He was in the gutter and he got himself out of there. So if there is someone that's in your life that feels a little down right now, this may be something you want to share with them. Ever since 2008, he then formulated the happiness formula spoken on Fox News at Harvard, Sky TV, TEDx, written a best-selling book called Immediate Happiness and founded The Happiness Score. Anil has performed his relationship and mindset workshops in over 18 countries and translated them in eight different languages with audiences of over 10,000 people. Now, if you want to have a dramatic impact on your life, then I promise you, you are in no better place than right here, right now while listening to this episode. So thrilled to bring this to you. So without further ado, we bring to you our friend Anil Gupta. 
Anil, first and foremost, brother, I just want to say thank you. I'm very grateful for the fact you're taking the time out of your day, out of your Friday, nonetheless. Uh, I know we're both Eastern Standard, so you're taking the time right out of uh, day's end right here, and I really appreciate it. I'm really excited to amplify your message, so thank you for joining us. Now, you know, uh, the thing is you invited me, and uh, my remit during this uh, period, COVID period, is just to say yes, see who we can serve, how we can help them, because we never know whose life we can impact. So someone out there, like today, I promise you, your life will be impacted. I love it. I love it. So we kicked this show off with the same question. I'm really curious to hear your answer. I, I know your background. I know your story. That's exactly why I reached out. First question for you. It's a loaded question, but I'm curious, how do you personally define success? It's very easy. Success is making progress. If you're making progress, you're successful. It's got nothing to do with money. It's got nothing to do with what you've got. Just make progress. If you make progress every day, you're successful. See, a lot of people have a definition of success that's never achievable. Then they get frustrated. Then they beat themselves up. Then they get upset and they get depressed. No, change the definition of a word. You change your life. Mm, I love that. Now, how do you get in that mindset, right? Because listen, uh, there, there's times and I, I'm in my late 20s now, I'm 27. In my early 20s, it was all money, all money, all cars, all girls, all houses, all vacations, all, you know, all external things. But uh, I, I do believe that progress is a great way to define success. And I appreciate you sharing that. So I'm curious, how do you get in the mindset to adapt to something like that? Uh, it's a muscle. Mm. And the muscle is awareness. Awareness gives you clarity. Clarity gives you focus. Focus gives you action. Action gives you results. Results gives you momentum, which gives you everything. So a lot of people are trying to get somewhere. They're trying to prove something. At the end of the day, there's nothing to prove. There's no way mm. to get to because there is only the now. There is only the now. I love to hear that because I'm actually reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle at the moment. And that's one of my biggest personal struggles is to be in the now. And I'm sure we're going to get into bits and pieces of this throughout this episode, but I want to dive into your story here. I want to learn more about Anil. I'm curious to learn who you were in high school. What was the dream back then? Who were you hanging out with? You know, what were you up to? You know, um, I really didn't know. I didn't have a plan. I, I, I knew I was going to be a doctor, but no real plan beyond that. You know, doctor, get married, have kids, have a house and be successful. That's right. normal. You know, that in, a, in our community, that was normal. But no real plan and no real vision because I didn't know what a vision was. You know, I could only um, think about what people around me were doing. So that, that was my my, my uh stomping ground as, as the English people would say that's my only experience but as I grew up I started to experience other experiences and see the a, a bigger wider world I love that now talk to me about the path that you've taken now of course I, I've seen your TED talk I, I, I've read your background I know about it I know you were personally hit rather hard in 2008 do you mind sharing that story oh absolutely you know uh, at the time, I wouldn't share it because I was so embarrassed. Now I rejoice because adversity is your friend. It's not what happens in life. It's who you become. So in 2008, I'd lost everything in the stock market, real estate. And honestly, I was on the verge of suicide. And then uh, I uh, had to tell my wife. 
And I said, honey, I've got some really bad news for you. And she looked up at me and said, what's going on? And I said, honey, I've lost everything, the, uh, the car, the house, the uh, school funds for the kids, the college fund, everything. And she looked up at me. She said, I knew that something was wrong because you were behaving strangely. And she said, I thought it was something serious. I said, what are you talking about? This is serious. She said, no, honey, I thought you had cancer. I thought you were dying. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the money. So Matt, it, the money doesn't matter. Yeah. Your life matters. Your mission, purpose, and passion matters. Your impact matters. People will always remember how you make them feel. And, uh, and she said, I don't care about the money. Uh, as long as I'm with you and the kids are with you, we'll sleep in the streets if we have to. Wow. And it got within 10 days of that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you find love like that, Anil? Like that is, that's a ride or die right there. You know, like that's someone that's with you through thick and thin. Like that, that's such a beautiful thing. And, you know, that's something I, I personally would love to have in my life. What do you have to attract that? Do you go out and find it? I'm curious. You want the secret? Give me the secret. You have to be. You have to be. Yeah. The, yeah. The reason you can attract it is you have to be the change. You have to be love. You have to be kindness, joy, mm. respect. And once you be that, it's effortless. It doesn't have to be hard work. A lot of people are trying to be someone that they're not, or they're trying to act, or they're trying to uh, you know, manipulate. Don't do that. Just be the best version of yourself. Everything will work for you. And you don't have to rely on other people. You don't have to rely on external. It's all within you. Right. You know, these messages you're sharing with me right now have been shared over the course of the past two months, day in and day out, you know, whether it's with my coach, with my therapist, with whatever, um, in, in yoga practices, like in every which way, you know, so I'm getting hit with them at every angle. Like this, this right here, this is how I know I'm, I'm exactly where I need to be. I, I just want to go back on what you said in regards to adversity. I think I even wrote this down earlier. You said adversity is your friend. It's not what happens in life. It's who you become. It's really hard to believe that and to live that in the moment of facing adversity though. So what's your advice for someone that may be going through adversity in this moment, listening to this podcast, no matter what it is, maybe it's some turbulence in, in the career or in a relationship, et cetera. What, what's your advice there? So, uh, I know a lot of people are going through adversity. They're going through a lot of pain. They're suffering maybe. Right. And if you just do one thing, I promise you the pain and suffering will disappear. Would you like to know? Well, you're oh, going to hear it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you do this one thing and then it's this, you have to give in the moment you give authentically, I promise you all the pain and suffering will disappear immediately. So then just keep on giving, giving, giving and giving doesn't mean money. It could be a thank you, a kind gesture, uh, uh, opening the door for someone helping someone, guiding someone, coaching someone, teaching someone something, anything, a smile. Sometimes you can make people happy by just leaving the room. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Give. Yeah. I promise you, in the moment you give, everything disappears. And then you feel better because everything we do as human beings, we do for a feeling. So once you start feeling better, you get hope. Once you get hope, you get some clarity and, and some peace. 
once you get some peace, you start thinking and you start breathing because when you're fearful, you can't breathe. That's so powerful. You want to know why, Neil? The other day, I believe it was Tuesday, earlier in this week, I was actually, in the beginning of this week, for some reason, I, my, my anxiety was a little heightened for whatever reason. I don't know why. But it's so funny you bring this up because I was driving in my neighborhood, in my community, and I was on one corner on a one-way street heading down the block and, or heading down the street. And on the other end of the street, I saw someone fall you know, and, and they just, you know, they hit the ground. I didn't see details. I didn't see their head hit the ground or anything, but I was in that direction in my car. And as I got there, the woman was still on the ground. It just so happened. She was an older woman, you know, maybe 75, 85 in between there, uh, walking her dog. And I got out of the car, I threw my car in park. I hopped out and, you know, I helped her up and complete dead weight. She couldn't, she couldn't get up at all. Granted, I'm, I'm six foot five. I'm a big dude. I I could help her out. I could help her out. But what happened after that, the reason I'm bringing this up is because what happened after that, my anxiety was completely gone. Absolutely. Every single time, but you have to give authentically. Ah, That's what I was going to bring up. But you can't give with wanting something back. See a lot of people, give but they want something back and, and they're emotionally tired and whacked out you can't be doing that yeah so how do you i mean I, I almost feel like we're programmed in a sense to exchange all the time right like i give something to you you give something to me etc like how do you break that well do you know why that happens i don't i'm, I'm asking you <laughs> okay i'll tell you why it happened so um do you have any kids i do not Okay, so imagine you're a kid, you're born, are you the light of joy for many people? Yes. Okay, then you you poop, everything's great, you pee, everything's great, no matter what you do, it's great. But there comes a point in time when everything is not great, that you have to perform for your parents to love you. Yes. That's the killer, because all of a sudden, you think I have to do things. Wow. You know, this is a big moment. Yes. This is a very big moment. And you want to know what, this is exactly what I've been working on. Anil. this is exactly what I've personally been working on because I have found a pattern in my life where I have to be like this to get the love and attention. Meanwhile, what you just said earlier about being will give it to me regardless. Right? Like, accolades like working with this guy from shark tank like doing a whole bunch of shit i I always felt like that had to be what it is and it's so crazy how this is all tying in together i love it yeah so let me give you one sentence but you for particular will will this will change your life ready I'm, i'm ready for it okay there's nowhere to get to there's nothing wrong there's nothing missing and you're already there wow that will give you peace because you're searching for peace, but you already have it. Yeah. I love this. I lo- Listen, I-, I could already tell we're, we're 12 minutes into this, 14, 15 minutes into this. I could already tell that I can talk to you the rest of the evening. Um, so let's continue on here. Um, so 2008 happens. You recover. Your, your wife gives you an amazing message. Um, what happens after that, though? So she said, what do you love to do? I said, well, you know, I love to teach. And so a friend of mine said, Anil, you know, you've changed my life. You've changed my relationship. Why don't you do an event? And I said, well, you know, honestly, um, 
I'm scared. He said, what are you scared of? I said, look, you know, what happens if no one turns up? He said, Anil, if no one turns up, no one will know. So <laughs> I started doing events. So the first event was six people, 10, 20, 50, 100. Eventually I spoke in front of 10,000 people. But the secret is this, you have to disappear. Because if you don't disappear, your ego appears. And when your ego appears, your authentic self disappears. Mm. So just keep on serving. Do what you love and love what you do. What do you mean by you have to disappear, though? Okay, so when you were picking that lady up off the floor, right? you, you disappeared. It wasn't about you. No, it wasn't. You disappeared. Wow. Wow. I don't find that happening in other situations, though. I'll give you an example, right? A personal example, just, just for relatability purposes here. At the beginning of COVID, I took it upon myself to raise money to feed frontline workers here in New York City. I think we raised like $15,000. Amazing efforts from friends and family and just amazing people getting behind this, significant others. And I almost felt like I didn't disappear in that. In fact, I, I and I don't think it was ego-based, but I, I, I don't feel like I disappeared in that. You know, in, in the beginning, I did. In the beginning, I did because the first few times I did it, um, so I don't know. It's weird now that I'm thinking about it, I'm having this conversation with you. Towards the end, I felt like the, the meaning was almost gone in a sense. And I, I don't mean any disrespect to anyone that we've impacted through that, but I felt like the impact it was having on me, the fulfillment that I was getting from it was almost gone. Does that, does that have anything to do with it? Not really, because how did you feel at the beginning? I absolutely loved it. I, I've getting the chills just thinking about it. There you go. And just do that more often. And it just right. becomes part of you. It, be, it becomes your identity. It becomes who you are. Right. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. All right. So I, I know what the happiness equation is, and you already gave us a piece of it. I'm not good at math, but let, let's hear this because, you know, well, actually, let's backtrack. First and foremost, I need to know the answer to this question. What is happiness? See, happiness is a feeling, but it's an external feeling. See, as human beings, we do everything for a feeling. Happiness is an external feeling. I give you money, you feel happy. You have a car, you feel happy. You have this, you feel happy. And it's external. So what we're seeking, the feeling we're seeking really is a feeling of fulfillment, which is internal. Motivation is external. Inspiration is internal. So everything has to be internal. That way we get to own it. Right. So fulfillment is what we're, we're really seeking. Happiness is temporary, transient, and external. Fulfillment is internal. And the formula for fulfillment is this. Fulfillment is equal to G cubed. The first G we spoke about it is to give. Your time, your energy, your love, your commitment, your joy, your gift, your money. Give it away, but not wanting anything in return. Right. It, it's the, the secret to living is giving. I promise you and, and all your listeners and all your audience out there, just give. It doesn't have to be a big thing, a smile, a, a, kind, a kind thought. It's a give. Right. Now, that's beautiful. The second part of it you said was being grateful from what I remember. Yes. Now, my, you have my to be thing grateful. is, yeah, I mean, I, I always say that I'm grateful but I feel like it's another thing to actually believe it and mean it, right? Like I have a roof over my head. I have this MacBook Pro laptop. I have a TV. I have Call of Duty, PlayStation. I have this conversation with you, which I am grateful for. That I could feel. But 
you know, I take for granted a lot of things. You know, I could say that I'm grateful for my legs, which help me bike 10 miles every morning, but am I actually grateful for it? You know, and I think that's where I struggle personally. I feel like a lot of people could resonate with that. Um, I'm curious, like, how do you actually believe it? Okay, again, it's a muscle. So a lot of people uh, do gratitude, right? but they're not being gratitude. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm just looking at your glasses. If you take your glasses off, and I smash them, break them up. <laughs> that I will not do. <laughs> Why? I don't need glasses, by the way. I actually don't need them, but these are pretty expensive glasses. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if I asked you to give me uh, your right eye, would you give it to me? Give you what? I'm sorry, I, I missed that. Your right eye. My right eye. Pull it out of your sock and give it to me. I'm sorry, I can't do that either. <laughs> well, you can, but you won't. I won't, that is correct. Why? Because I love my right eye. I love being able to see out of both eyes. Yeah. See, people only uh, start being grateful when something is taken away from them. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. So imagine your life without your eyes. Yeah. That makes me grateful. Isn't it? Imagine caressing someone that you love without these. Yeah. You're holding a pen with your right hand. Right. If you didn't have them, how would you hold it? Well, why do we have to get to this extent? Well, it's not an extent. It's just a muscle. Because yeah. that muscle hasn't been built. So we work on the 80-20 rule, the big stuff first. Right. And then you'll even be grateful for uh, sticky tape or, yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> Little stuff. Right. You know, uh, a, a rubber band, a, a book. Uh, water, look, uh, some lemon water here. Yeah. And it's just an awareness. Everything is awareness. You cannot be joyful. You cannot be happy. You cannot be successful without awareness. And that's the big muscle we need to develop. And the way to increase awareness is this. If you have a rubber band on your, on, on your wrist to remind you, have a post-it note on your MacBook. Uh, did you say Mac? You have a MacBook Air? MacBook Pro, MacBook Pro. Oh, MacBook Pro, okay. You can put a, 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 a sticky note on your MacBook Pro to say, hey, be aware. You could have your phone remind you every two hours to be aware. You could put a sock in your back pocket every time you feel it. Oh, that reminds me to be aware. So as you build your awareness, a beautiful thing happens. You become aware of being aware. Now, what are we being aware of, though? Just the now? Yeah. Okay, so cl- close your eyes. Tell me what you're aware of. I just heard your voice, so I'm aware of that. Okay, what else? Uh, I have a ceiling fan going, and even though my eyes are closed, I, I, I could, you know, see the flickering. I, I see the light still, even though my eyes are closed. I'm aware of my feet on the ground. I'm aware of the pen that I'm holding. I'm aware of my butt in the chair that I'm sitting in. All of that. Okay. okay. Were you thinking about that a few minutes ago? No, I wasn't because it was just natural. Were you, were you aware of it? I wasn't until you made no. me do that. Yeah. Okay. Now, close your eyes. What else are you aware of? Mm. Now, now I'm thinking. 
Um, pretty much the same things I was mentioning. Should I be looking for something else? Yeah, don't look, just be. <laughs> I'm aware that I just took a breath. You did? I did. Uh, your, your breath, the earpods, the books behind you. Right. The pen, the computer, right. the, the buttons. Yeah, my desk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's just a muscle. So next right. time you'll notice things that you haven't noticed. Yeah. And that's all it is. It's awareness is the master discipline. Increase your awareness, you increase the quality of your life. Cool stuff. I love that. Yeah, that that's powerful. That is so powerful. So, okay. That gets us to the last G, which is grow. Right? So we got three G's here. We got, I'm sorry, you, you said it was F equals G cubed. Correct? Yeah, for fulfillment. But most people want happiness. Fulfillment stroke happiness is equal to G cubed. Give um, gratitude. And the third one is grow. You have to grow emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally. Mm. Okay, now, the beautiful thing about this formula is whenever you're upset, whenever life isn't treating you the way you want it to be treated, all of a sudden, one of those three Gs is way below the rest. Right. So just work on the lowest G. Okay. You don't have to think about this. A lot of people are thinking, oh, my goodness, what's going on? Why am I doing this? What's going on? You don't have to think. Just ask yourself, what's my lowest G right now? So what's your lowest G right now? My lowest G... Or gratitude. I would say it's being... It's gratitude. It's definitely gratitude. I'm growing exponentially right now. And I'm... That I'm grateful for. That I know I'm grateful for. Um, And then I I give all the time. I'm a giver. Okay, good. So uh, you're 27, yeah? 27. Okay, name five things that you've accomplished in your life. Worked with Damon John of Shark Tank, hosted my guy Anil on Decoding Success, um, launched a business, spoke across the country, and wow, the fifth thing, I hit a home run uh, playing Little League. I absolutely love that memory. Okay, how do you feel? I feel good. What, What did you just tell me you're grateful for? Five of those things right there. There you go. Yeah. You were being, you weren't right. doing, you were being. Yeah. Okay, go back to Damon John. Okay. Hey, what did you just notice you did? I don't know what you're getting at there. I, I, I mean, I, I went back to think about positive experiences I had with him. Yeah, your physiology changed. Did it? Yes. What changed? You smiled. You smiled. I smiled, yeah. And, and you... I saw you visually go back and magical moments. Yeah. See? So this is you experiencing gratitude. This is you experiencing a higher level of awareness. Right. You know, you can say I'm grateful for my hands, my teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. But stop. You know, I'm really grateful for these things. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I hadn't uh, really acknowledged you. You know, just be. Right. Just be. Slow down. People are in a rush. Do we have to put ourselves in the experiences to be grateful? As you just helped no. me do right there? No? Okay. No, it's just, just to get you kick-started. Yeah. I love you that. Know, I, I'm grateful. You know, I can look out and say, you know what? 
I'm grateful for this, 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 and this, but you don't have to be uh, egotistical about it. Just say, you know what, that, that's really cute. Right. And oh, wow. You know, I hadn't realized how much joy that brought me. Yeah. That's powerful stuff, man. Anil, I want you to enjoy this experience just as much as I'm enjoying it. So I'm curious to learn what is a question you wish more people would ask you and how would you answer it? Uh, The question I would ask is, hey, can you help me get clarity in my life? That's what you wish more people would ask you. Yeah, because a lot of people don't have clarity and they think that, uh, you know, as a coach, they think that they, they only need a coach if there's something wrong. But a coach isn't there to fix things that are broken. A coach is there to enhance your greatness. Mm. You know, I, I coach professional tennis players. They, you know, I ask them, would you want a coach or a therapist? So oh, I want a coach because that when you have a coach, it means that there's greatness inside of you. Right. And that, that greatness needs to be enhanced by someone who's already been there. Right. Now, you've worked with Tyson. What was that experience like? Scary as hell. You know, it was very, very scary because, you know, uh, it, 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 it's a, a difficult person, a difficult time uh, to help someone. Uh, but it was scary, but it was very beautiful too because there's so much – uh, love inside that man, so much caring, and you know he just wants to make people happy. And I saw that, and I felt it, and it was a beautiful experience. That's so. I think you bring up something interesting. You know, like Mike Tyson, known as the baddest man on the planet, right? Literally, he, he was destroying people in that ring. You said that he had all of that inside of him. He had that, that love inside of him. How do we tap into the things that are inside of us that are just like really covered up, you know, because um, even men, right? Men specifically, we hide all these emotions. We just bury them down, bury them down, but that's not who we truly are, you know? And that's, that's one thing I realized and I'm, I'm really grateful. I share it all the time. I cried three times, four times over like the past two, three months and I feel great. You know, and I, I, I absolutely love sharing that now, you know, but I'm curious, like, what's your take on uncovering that type of stuff within, you know, and I'm not saying everyone needs to cry. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, the love, the happiness, everything that exists already inside of us. You know, it's not just specific to, to men. It's, it's women, too. The number one right. thing that they, they need to work on is forgiveness. Letting go. They're holding on. They're holding on. They're holding on. Um, and it's painful for them. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. So how do we, how do we work on that? How do we actually get those things to, to come up? You know, the, the positives and, and everything. It's a process. The uh, forgiveness is a process. I call forgiveness the express pathway to freedom. Okay. The quality of your life is dependent on the depth and authenticity of the forgiveness you extend to yourself and to others. You know, as we grow up, things happen and, and we beat ourselves up. We won't, we won't forgive someone and, and we just hold on to it. And it's a, like a big weight on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. But once you can let go, you can be you. You can be vulnerable. You don't have to focus on what other people think of you. And it gives you that freedom. And that's what people are looking for. But as human beings, we love to be comfortable. And that's what people do. They, they want to be as comfortable as possible. So they protect themselves right. not to get hurt. 
Yeah, and that comfort actually kind of stunts the growth that you were mentioning in a sense when it comes down to those, uh, you know, the happiness equals G cubed, right? I mean, when, when, you're, when you're comfortable, you're not going to grow as much as you could if you were putting yourself out there in the sense that you were just alluding to. Yeah, and if you're comfortable, you're not going to take risks. You're not going to um, show your greatness. You're not going to show up the best version of you because if you show up the best version of you, someone could knock you down or you may may not succeed as, as well. Better to be safe, you know, play it safe, play it safe. You know, yeah. don't fail, don't fail, don't lose. And you know what's crazy? That, and I, I can relate to this very closely, that stops people from even experiencing not only what they're capable of, but also what they're capable of receiving, right? So I, I could relate that to relationships in a sense where there's individuals out there who are just scared to put themselves in a situation where they could potentially get hurt, right? With, with love comes the the potential of receiving pain, you know, in a sense. So it, it, it's that comes full circle that right there. I love that. Yeah. And you know, people will even sabotage their relationships just to be uh, proven right that, you know, that they aren't lovable. There is something wrong with them and it doesn't need to be that way. No, it definitely doesn't. It, it doesn't, it doesn't at all. But I mean, we can't change anyone other than ourselves. Right. So that's what we have to focus on. We can, uh, you know, that that's just what it is. No, but we can change other people. Can we? Yes. How do we do that? I mean, like, if I'm dating this beautiful woman, I'm able to change her, you're saying? Yeah. How so? Okay. So let's role play. Okay. Okay. Let me see. Okay. I'll be you. Okay. And you be this beautiful woman. Okay. So, honey, I want to say something to you. You're a beautiful soul. Thank you. You've made you've made my life so so amazing, and I just want to let you know that uh, I'll be here to protect you and guide you and nurture you. And if anyone ever tries to hurt you, I promise you, I'll I'll always be here for you. Thank you. How did you feel? I mean, I'm smiling. I'm, I'm I I feel good about that. But what does that do? I I, I don't know what that does. Okay. So if you want someone else to change, you have to change. By you changing, your vibrational energy changes. By me saying that to you as a woman, saying, oh, I feel safe. She can not be so fearful. She can let go. She knows that she has certainty with you. Right. So she will change. She will show up differently. Her vibrational energy will change. But if you try and say, hey, you need to change, you need to do this, you need to do this. No. Right. So many people come up to me, Matt, and say, hey, can you fix my wife? I said, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> if you want your wife to change, you have to be the change. You have to change first. Wow. By you changing, by you becoming more loving and respectful, she will change, I promise you. It's not what you say, it's how you change. It's what you say. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So as you change what you say and how you say it, everything changes. Now, what happens if they don't change, even if they take that approach? Is it just time to throw in the towel and move on? Well, the thing is, uh, you've got to be careful before you choose. Right. That person is the right person. You have to do your due diligence. See, a lot of people just fall into a relationship. Right. They just happen to meet someone and then they have eye contact. They say, oh, that must be chemistry. 
No. But they fall into a relationship, then they uh, get comfortable, then they get fearful, then they don't want to lose that relationship. Mm. So they haven't really made a choice. They just happen to fall into one. Whereas what I'm saying to people is make a choice. Do your due diligence on your partner, your partner's past, your partner's current relationships with their uh, brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts, mother, father, all of that stuff. Because you're going to be with that person for the next 30, 40 years. You need to find out, are they a dysfunctional family? Do they have baggage? Are they healthy? Do they have trauma? And if they do, don't do it. Don't get into that relationship. Really? So if, if someone came in the past with trauma, it's a red flag. You shouldn't be diving into that. Well, I, there's a four way test. Okay. okay. The, you must pass this four way test. One, that your partner must have integrity. Two, they must be loving. Three, they must be healthy emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally. And the fourth one could be something that you choose like spontaneous, adventurous, playful, funny, whatever it is. Right. So, if your partner doesn't have integrity, big red flag. If your partner isn't loving, not just to you, but to everybody, big red flag. And if they're not healthy emotionally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, uh, red flag. Why would you take a risk for the next 30 or 40 years with someone who's got these red flags? Now, maybe half a red flag, maybe you could fix it, maybe you can work through it, great. But three red flags, no. You're constantly going to try and fix that person the rest of your life. You don't want that. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I was curious to hear if like there was like a half a red flag or or something. I, I think there's positive signs too. If you do see someone that's working on, you know, maybe their mental health or, you know, something of that nature. I think that, that speaks positives, right? Depends. Okay. I mean, why would you – okay, um, do you drive a car? Yes. Okay, what car do you have? Uh, currently, I'm carless. I just got rid of an Acura TLX. Okay, you're Acura. Would you have, would you have bought a car uh, that was undamaged, or would you have bought a car that was damaged and fixed? I mean, undamaged would be preferable, of course. There you go. You know, okay. if you did a car accident, say, oh, this one's been involved in an accident, but everything's been fixed, everything is okay, would you still buy that car? I mean... I get what you're saying, but does empathy not come in, you know, come into play here at all? No, you can have empathy, but man, I see so many people in relationships that are toxic, painful, uh, narcissistic, uh, right. uh, where the values don't match. Why do that? Right. Why do that? That's so, so interesting. Okay, so you've, you've had a girlfriend in the past, yeah? Yes, yes. Okay, let's do this four-way test on the previous anyone. Just choose anyone in your head did she have integrity a lot a lot of integrity okay she was always on time yeah no not always on time (laughs) (laughs) okay okay interesting huh did she always do what she said that she was going to do yes okay did she ever lie to you I believe she lied to me one time and she, okay. she still denies it. Okay, good. So integrity, half a red flag. Was she healthy? Yes. Emotionally healthy? No. Physically healthy, mentally healthy, spiritually healthy, yes. Emotionally healthy, no. No. 
And that's the worst, worst thing. Yeah. Okay. The third one, was she loving? Yes. To everybody? Yes, very much so to everybody. She's a loving woman. Okay. And the third one, the fourth one, uh, you choose spontaneous or playful? Uh, we'll, we'll go, I could go either or. She's both of them. No, no. Which one would you prefer? Would I prefer playful? Playful. Playful or funny? Uh, playful or funny? That's a good question. Uh, playful still. Playful or, or adventurous? Playful. I'm a okay. playful guy. <laughs> I can guarantee you that she was playful. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She is. She is playful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the number one thing that attracts you to her. Playfulness. Yeah. Really? It could be, it could be physical attraction. I understand that. But when, when she, she can be physically attractive, but when she's playful, that's it. Mm. You're in. Interesting. And the I other stuff, you, the other stuff you'll think, oh, I, we'll work that out. Right. But no, don't do it. Oh, that's so crazy. That's so interesting. Wow. It's, this I, is so powerful. Yeah, this is very powerful. This is very, very powerful. You're making me think over here. You're, you're making me think, that's for this sure. This is what you need to do. Think. People yeah. don't think when they get in a relationship. They think, oh, thank God. What do you find are the keys if there were three to a successful relationship? Uh, one is you... Uh, so do you believe relationships are 50-50? Y yes, but what I will say is that I don't always believe that it's going to be 50% from you. I believe that, you know, sometimes the male will, or, or whoever is going to put in 60 and there might be 40, et cetera. I, 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 that's what I believe in. Matt, there's so much work to do with you. Why do you say that? It's a hundred hundred. Wow. Wow. It's 100, okay. 100. So when you date, isn't it a hundred hundred? It should be. I it guess so. You're right. Yeah. And then, you know, you get on well, it's still 80, 90, you know, whatever. Then you get married, 80, 80, maybe. Right. Then you have a kid, everything changes, you get comfortable. It's no, I promise it's not a hundred hundred. Really? See, that's the problem. So it has to be a hundred. If you make your partner your number one priority, they will never, ever leave you. Wow. How do you make sure that it's always 100-100? I know you mentioned well, prioritize. Yeah, just make them your number one priority. Not your business, right. not your kids, them. Right. That's so interesting. I love this. It's not, it's not rocket science. No, it's, it's the realness. This is real. This is real. I mean, no, no one wants to get into a relationship and, and end up in divorce. You know, that's not why you're getting into a relationship. So this stuff is valuable. Well, the thing is when people get into a relationship, they think, Oh, this is, this is not going to fail. Yeah. Well, or, or, you know what people are thinking when they get married, they're thinking, I wonder how long this will last. Right. Because they know it's a 50-50, but it's actually not a 50-50. It's more like a 75% a chance that it will fail. Wow. Yeah, that's... Crazy. So, 
Yeah, I just had a gentleman on the show yesterday. His name's Patrick Bit David. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal gentleman. And he says he, he's been in his marriage for 11 years now. And he says, I don't think if I'm going to be with my wife in 30 years, I, I ask myself, can I be in this relationship, in this marriage for one more year? And if the answer is yes, he said this, you know, on air. He said, yes, I could be with her for one more year. He says his wife says the same thing. Can I be in this marriage for one more year? They go year by year by year by year, which I think is a great approach as well. Do you not? No. Why is that? Because all you have to do is commit in the now. Right. And then, you know, it could be three months, six months, 10, 20, it doesn't matter. Right. Don't, don't put a time in it. Say, look, I'm committing to you right now. And I'm committing to you right now until you don't. Wow. I love this. I love this. Listen, it's a Anil, big thing. I, yeah, it is. It is. It is. I want to respect your time. I want to squeeze a few more questions out of you here. Anything. I, I love this. I'm happy to serve. First question for you. What do you feel like was the most monumental piece of advice you received? I think I know the answer to it, but I want to hear it from you. Monumental, there are two. Two. One was uh, say yes. When someone asks, say yes, work it out later. That was from Richard Branson. Okay. And the other one was a, 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 a quote from Steve Martin. Oh, can you hear me still? Yeah. Okay. The other one was uh, a quote from Steve Martin. And he said this, be, be so good that you cannot be ignored. So I changed that to be so amazing that you cannot be ignored and if you are ignored, it doesn't matter because how you show up will be this magnificent soul. Wow. Why did that stand out to you so much? Because I realized I was playing a small game. I was playing a, a, a game that I could play a, a bigger part in, that I could show up differently. I could show up more powerfully. Right. And, I, and I realized that, you know what? I, I'm in charge of my life. What would happen if I played a bigger game? What would happen if I showed up differently right. and magical things started to happen. I love that. Now, what do you feel like is a piece of advice you didn't want to hear at the time it was given to you, but it proved to be true over time? Um, probably, you know, I'm focused on stuff. What does you know, that mean? Around, you know, around 2006, seven, eight, I was focused on stuff, things, money, uh, you know, the, um, real estate, all that stuff. And I thought, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm a heart-centered soul. Uh, but it was true. Yeah. Where can I get one of those shirts? I love the shirt, by the way. <laughs> I've only got one. I've worn the same shirt for the last six years. It's a good job. <laughs> you don't have smelly vision. Otherwise, you wouldn't be standing that close to me. <laughs> I love I've, got it. 100, I've got 102 shirts. I should start selling them. I was getting at that. that, that that's yeah. something I want right there. It's a beautiful okay. shirt. All right. They're only a hundred bucks each. How many do you want? Uh, <laughs> I'll so I don't think he doesn't want it. <laughs> no, I want it. I want it. I still want it. I'll take it. Listen, I've spent money on stupider things. You know, I've uh, spent a lot of money. Holy shit. Yeah. But um, all right, Anil, last question for you here. You know, if you were hopping on more podcasts, if you were writing more books, you were hopping on more stages, speaking to 10,000 plus people, if you could only give one piece of advice for the rest of your life, what would it be? Give. Give. Focus on giving. In the moment you give, you get. The feeling you get from it is immense. Mm. Yeah, I think you, you just 
You nailed something for me there. You know, in, in regards to what I was saying earlier about an exchange, it kind of is an exchange, right? Because if I gave something, I would still be getting something. I would be getting a feeling. And it becomes addictive and it, it's a little bit uh, egotistical too. But let, let me ask you a question. Are, are you a, a, a good giver? Yes, I am. Are you a bad taker? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm going to give you a massive breakthrough now, Max. Okay? I'm ready for it. So imagine you have $10 million in the bank. Okay. See? Every day you have to give $1 million exactly away. How many days can you do that for? 10. 10. Not rocket science. Right. Now, imagine every day someone deposits over $1 million in your bank account. How many days can you give a million dollars a day exactly for? Unlimited. Yes. Now, when you are the owner of that bank account, someone puts money in your account. Are you a taker or are you a receiver? I'm a receiver. That's the difference. All right. You got, you got to decode that for me. I, you lost me. Okay. So you think you are taking. Right. I'm receiving. God. Receiving. Mm. When you receive, you can help more people. Mm, I love you that. You can make a bigger impact. So uh, let me give you an example. Another one related. Uh, if you were to give me, uh, do you have a book? I, I'm, I'm not an author. No, I am not. Okay. If you were to give me a gift and I said to you, Matt, no, I don't want it. How would you feel? I would feel a little offended in a sense. Yeah. But, you know, I'm denying you the pleasure of giving me a gift. Right. So when you say no to someone who wants to help you and you say no to them, you're denying them the pleasure. Wow. So you're not taking, you're receiving. This will be a big thing for you. Yeah, taking And for the audience too. You're not takers, you're receivers. Yeah. As long as it's done with authenticity and integrity. That's it. I love it. Anil, listen, I could talk to you the rest of the night, man. I just want to say thank you. Um, I'm going to make sure your website, socials, all that good stuff are in the show notes of this episode. Obviously, I'll keep you posted when this airs, man. I just want to say thank you again. I'm grateful yeah, for this. My pleasure. I enjoyed it very much. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, from our friend Anil Gupta himself. Now, first and foremost, I want to make sure you're giving yourself the credit for tuning in this far. And I'm not saying that in the sense that this was difficult to get through because it most definitely wasn't. It was a phenomenal episode and I'm so thrilled to be able to amplify it to all of you. And hopefully you're amplifying it to the people that are in your circle by sharing this, whether it's on your Instagram story, letting people know about this, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, making sure that you're sharing it is monumental. But I want to make sure that I'm sharing Anil's contact information with all of you so you can find that in the show notes of this episode and it's so funny because I have his website pulled up right now and in fact if you book a call with Anil he promises and the call is totally free by the way if you book a free call with Anil is what I should have said he promises to give you at least one meaningful insight into your life that you can immediately apply and if he fails to deliver on that he promises to donate $100 to your favorite charity now that is an absolutely bold claim. He has no clue that I'm even promoting that aspect of his website. But if you're interested in continuing this journey with a Neil in your corner, a Neil in your team, take him up on that free call. In fact, I'm about to do that myself. But <laughs> on a more serious note, that is out there. That's in the show notes of this episode, as well as all of his other fun stuff where you can get the book, etc., etc. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you tuning into yet another episode. Stay tuned to what we have coming out next week. Until next time. 
time, everyone. Be blessed. Peace.